Welcome back in to the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. This is the Clay Edwards Show. And look, I tell y'all, if you listen long enough, I'm gonna, I, I'll make you mad too. You ain't always going to agree with everything I say, you know, especially conservatives. You know, oh, man, Clay's my guy, and I am your guy. But I still don't go lockstep like a monolith on everything that that side, that side likes. I've seen my what Democrats love to say, my lived experience. My lived experiences dictate other thoughts about things sometimes. And, um, again, we won't always agree on all the ancillary stuff, but I think at the end of the day we'll agree on the core value stuff. And uh, we'll make good conversation out of the things we disagree with. So I do appreciate you guys tuning in. It's good to hear things you disagree with. I was listening to Salty Cracker and Jeremy from The Quartering last night do a dual podcast. And uh, Salty was saying that, look, man, I try to force myself to listen to things, to listen to people I don't 100% agree with because I want to try to understand why they think that way or am I possibly thinking the wrong way. I listen to Bill Maher. Some, because I think he's a highly intelligent guy, but I disagree with him on a lot of stuff, but he does make sense on a lot of stuff. That's why I like having Sean on the show. And I think I've almost got Sean convinced that there is uh, voter integrity issues. <laughs> well, especially with this David Archie thing, and I'm not going to, I guess I, could, I was telling you last night, I, you know, I've got a reliable source that some of this may not be totally inaccurate so, yeah, so i don't know we'll see how this plays out i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna laugh pretty hard if this is actually true but it possibly very well may be yep so uh, uh let's, let's hit a few of the um guns and gear texts real quick and then we'll get into the uh polo stuff where's my text message okay so let's see here richard says did you notice oh no no don't get into the bud light stuff um <laughs> unknown texture liquor stores were found to be essential i i, I ain't gonna argue that they yeah, were no, yeah gonna yeah i mean but, but but if you're gonna make that argument they were they were essential there's a whole lot of other things that dang well should have been essential too and yeah. i think that's one of the greatest tragedies of the the covid shenanigans sure um unknown texture if it walks like a duck etc it's a duck presley is a full-blooded democrat the fact he doesn't denounce what's going on on the national level tells you all you need to know. And Tate is doing a little gaslighting with his statement, trying to make folks think he didn't have us shut down for a long time. And that's the text of the day right there. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and look, I'm I'm not getting up here supporting Presley. I mean, he's a good speaker, you know. I, but at the end of the day, bro, I'm just I I, I can't I, I can't get up here in good faith and vote for a Democrat. I, I don't care what all the right things he says or anything. Not going to happen on, on my on my watch. Now, teach their own. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dagwood says, the main responsibility for rehabilitation is with the felon. If they were uncomfortable in prison, working, they would have incentive to not go back. Uh, let's see here. Reagan can. I'm, Reagan, I'm just going to read, read your last one. It says, if a prisoner is suited enough to be placed back into society, he, she should have all rights restored with no limitations, including owning weapons, no matter the crime. If the person is not suited to return to society, they should remain behind bars. This may result in fewer paroles, but so be it. I also do not believe in either hiding criminal records of teens or erasing records. You did, You did it, own it, learn from it. How society responds is a fair examination. It's called personal responsibility. 
I like some of that. One of the things we talked about during the break, mm-hmm. and, and, I, and that's why I, well, I kind of wanted to finish yeah. up this topic a little bit. Uh, I think that one of the main things going on in these George Soros, Blue City funded DAs like our Jody Owens and people of, of his ilk, mm-hmm. and, and they're not charging people intentionally to prevent them from becoming felons as somehow they're doing them a favor. Yeah, I think Jody said something like this a few yeah. weeks ago, some press conference he was going to, or a statement he released that said that he was going to take voter issues into account, future, like basically that people weren't going to be able to vote if they were charged with a felony, which again, we were discussing this at break. I'm not in favor of that either. I, I mean, I'm in favor of forcing the law. Like, let's enforce the law, but let's also not be draconian about it and think about it and think about, take, you know, weigh factors like people's age into it, what the type of crime was, you know, these sorts of things that we can do to, uh, you know, hopefully futurely rehabilitate them and indoctrinate them back into society. I didn't say, though, not enforce the law. Like, I don't think that's right either. You know, I think the military thing should be a real – I think there should be a recruiter's office at the courthouse. I've always said that. I did that with several people, and I'll give a shout-out to Allison Kelly. She used to be with the uh, Public Defender's Office, and we hooked that up a lot. And it was, a, it was I think, a really good thing for all those folks. So. I mean, look, I've got several friends over the years that got given that option. They took it. Um, I have a friend that – tried to get that option and uh michael guest laughed him out of the courtroom and said no son you're going to jail yeah and, i mean because uh, you changed his life oh did he do it did he was he able to get in no it no. changed his life for the worse it, took, oh. it, it took, took him 20 years to get back to where he's at now jeez you know but again you know he he went into a, a life of crime mm-hmm. after that you know when he possibly who's to say that wouldn't have still happened so on and so forth i'm, I'm not picking sure. on michael guest here yeah right? i know what you mean i'm just I mean, using it as another, job. Right. another example yeah you know and but I do think that first-time offense type stuff, especially if it's going to be a felony and it's a nonviolent type crime, I don't know. If you rape somebody, you need to go to jail. If you kill somebody, you need to go to jail. You get into a bar fight, you know. I, I don't know that. I don't know that jail makes sense. I think you know, military. You're a scrapper. Go see if you can really fight. You know, see. If, are you a fighter? Are you a military fighter? I don't know. I could go on and on and on with the analogies. Yeah, I mean, if you I go like rob a liquor store, you go to jail, like or a gas station. Like you're yeah. gonna arm, right? Just a gun in someone's face. Yeah. you need to go to prison. Sure. Like that's. I mean, that's the way. There's those kinds of crimes. Like you can't. I don't. Even if you're 17, and I, I believe me, I prosecuted plenty of people that age. Or there's so many armed robberies in Jackson. That was a big part of our docket. I mean, yeah, no. I mean, you're not getting sympathy from me when you stick a gun in someone's face. Absolutely. Like that's not. That's all we're talking about. I think here. I mean, yeah, I, I, I think people are. Are missing the mm-hmm. the point a little that disagree and look again. I love when y'all disagree because it opens up the avenue to have more conversation. So I, I think the way Jody's doing it, just not prosecuting these things at all to prevent somebody from having a felony that ain't that ain't the because yeah, that's not the answer either. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't know if we were on the air or off the air when I said it. You know, the three days that changed my life that took me from possibly being dead or a felon were. When uh, when them boys, Judge Skinner, that whole crew, mm-hmm. made my butt sit out in Raymond for about four days, three days, four days. Yeah. In a, in in that tank. In the in a, in a misdemeanor holding cell, not the felony, but you know, I had to sit out there. Day one, you're like, all right. Day two, day three, bro, I was ready to do whatever redemption tour I had to do mm-hmm. to never go back there again. Man, I had the same thing. I was telling you at the break, you know, Brian, speaking of Brian Bailey, he arrested me and he was the town cop of Puckett when I was in high school because me and a couple buddies were idiots and drinking. And sh- you remember you could shake the old snack machines mm-hmm. and they would, the snacks would fall out. And then we put those snacks in the car when my buddies was driving. And he got into a wreck and Bailey came out there and pulled like 300 
bags of chips out the car and was like, there's a lot of grub for just three guys, you know, it was kind of so anyway. And I had to go to that, you know, like law ed thing they send people yeah. and to, and we're like, you know, basically you're like a juvenile criminal. I'm like, so, uh, you know, I mean, he, look, I guess he could have sent the goon squad after me, then, but, <laughs> but he didn't, but yeah, though, no, I'm so that, but that point I was like, yeah, I don't think I need to, I'm not going to join this life of crime. Yeah, I'm telling you, I think one of the biggest problems in Jackson or Hines County in general right now is the lack of misdemeanor holding facility. Mm-hmm. People are not having to experience jail for their petty crimes. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, law needs to be enforced, and that's and you enforce it, and you know, you you deter crime doing that, and you but you force it fairly. Like, I mean, I don't think I should have gone to jail for shaking a snack machine. Yeah, you know what I mean, or whatever. Like, there's the things like that that I think are just. We need to figure out a better way. Did you so. shake another snack machine? I've never shaked another snack machine for the rest of my life. This was in like 1995. Not <laughs> one time. And then the principal made me do work around the school. To, I mean, so I got it. And then, of course, Bailey called my dad out to sit in the back of the squad car, you know, just breathe down my neck. So I got it from all angles that, that like, this is not something you ever need to do again. Um, <laughs> so. so I think we only got three minutes left. Let's let's hit something different. Then we'll hit Napoleon, yeah. the polo stuff when we come back from the break. Oh. Uh, Man, the the Jacksonville race shooting, the Jacksonville yeah. Dollar General, the race shooting. Mm-hmm. I talked about this pretty extensively on the show yesterday. Gotcha. But I've had time to absorb it and mm-hmm. maybe see if I change my mind on my thoughts and all that. You know, because I'm not I'm not above uh, changing my mind mm-hmm. on stuff after I've had some chance to read more. And I have not changed my mind at all. I'm, I agree with exactly what I said yesterday. I think that. I think that I wish I just wish the black community got as upset when this when the shooter was black doing this as they do when it's white. And it happens every day in these black communities. And it's where where the doves being released, where the song the, the, the songs being sang and the the marches in the streets and all that to stop the inner the violence from within your own community. So I, I think that's like when nationally if people are being honest with themselves, they may roll the eye a little bit. Mm-hmm. When they hear about these kind of things, it's sad. I'm not. I'm not. Dis, you know, I don't want to discount the fact that three lives got lost and one guy committed suicide, whatever, and that it was a hateful, hateful thing. Yeah, but it's also a crazy person. Yeah, I mean, know, what I read this stuff also happens every day in these communities, and it's just the cost of doing business in those communities when it's black on black. Mm-hmm. But the, the but the second a white guy comes and does it to somebody because they're black, it's a national outrage. As it should be. Yeah, I mean, that's what I was going to say. Sure I'm not, yeah. I want to make sure I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not saying that what he did wasn't terrible and horrible and shouldn't be talked about. I'm just saying, you know, I talk about it all the time, equal mm. outrage. I want you to be as equally outraged. I get outraged. your point, what you're trying. Yeah, I mean, I see what you're trying to say. Like, why are you not as outraged as what's going on here, like in Jackson? Yeah, when a two-year-old gets shot. Yeah, which is horrible. And we're, you know, and I mean, I think, you know, obviously, we talked to this kind of goes back into the Goon Squad stuff. When race-based crimes happen, it does just shakes at us. You know, it's just one of those things that, you know, we're talking about. Of course, it should be – let me know how to put this. We should think all murders are just equally as bad, right? We should just think everything is bad. They're all hate crimes. They're all murders. They're all whatever the situation. They're all bad. They're all not good, you know, unless you really didn't like the person. No, I'm kidding. But, I mean, like, the you know, it just – yeah, they're all bad. But I think it shakes. It's like what we talked about. I know the Rain County deputies didn't kill this guy, these guys, but what they did was based on racism, which sickens all of us. I think it made it a little worse because it's in Mississippi and we're all sensitive to that anyway. But um, And then this guy, you got this lunatic who's 21, and he's got swastikas etched on his AR-15, obviously a race crime. You know, he's doing it. So that, that 
you know, scare people, somebody's going to do that out of hate. But I guess the bigger thing is like these crimes keep on happening. And then of course there's on, you know, there's people on the left that commit these kinds of shootings and they do it because they, they hate, I guess, conservatives or whatever. Yeah. Is. I mean, it's just a constant, I was thinking about it this morning a lot and you and I have talked about this. I feel like we're always like waiting to see whose side it was that committed these things. Yeah. And it, then if like it's the other side, we're like, yes. I can't, oh my God, like, you know, and I think I, I used to be victim to that. I used to be like, oh, great, it's a conservative shooter. Like, this is terrific. Like, whatever. Now I'm like, years later, I'm like, that's the stupidest way to look at it because, like, this is just all about, this is a really a bunch of lunatics that do these kinds of stuff. Yeah. And, and, and look, I'm not sure where or how the, the, the Nazi side, the legitimate Nazi white supremacist side got lumped in with the conservative side. Cause yeah. That, that's not, that's not our people. Mm-hmm. That, that's not our, that's not what we believe in, right? Yeah, it's not. It's it just, yeah. but they are, but it is lumped in there. And I think that you know the liberals have like what was the guy that was shooting up the congressional baseball game? Because, I think he was a liberal. Because, because if I see if I see a Nazi symbol, I think of the way that the the left run America is way more like the way the Nazis ran Germany mm-hmm. than the way the conservatives ran America. I associate Nazi with the far left. I mean, I know. Mm-hmm. That the directions were reversed for whatever reason. Yeah, they call right, it far right, right over there. Sure. But obviously, that ain't far right. We're that, communists, Clay. You guys are Nazis. Let's get it right here. Yeah. You know, we're the communists. You know, the Nazis. So, so, I mean, like, like <laughs> I get, I get uh, outraged when people say, you know, associate Nazism with conservatism. I'm like, I, I not, but that, that ain't it, dog. I just think we should stop cheering for the other side, whatever you want to call it, right? Yeah. To do something, you know, like it makes us feel, people are still dead. This is it doesn't make anything better that just because some political or not, whatever ideology that you don't agree with has committed that you your side is against or, or whatever it is because it's like it doesn't make this better. It just it doesn't. Because I was on the show last week that after Trump got arrested, mm-hmm. and I said these very words. I think it was last Wednesday or Thursday. Last Thursday, I said if you want to if you want to create a crazy person. If you want somebody to go out and do some race-based shooting, you want somebody to go out and kill a politician, blow up another building. If you if you're trying, if that's what you want, if that's the you're willing these things into existence mm-hmm. with the way the politics is going on in America right now, sure. with the way the media is pitting everybody against each other. Oh, a hundred percent. That's exactly I mean, what they're we could, creating. These monsters mm-hmm. on both sides of the aisle. Oh, they're yeah, creating yeah, on both them. Sides. They're creating them doing these crimes. That I mean, if we didn't have social media. Would these kind of shooters exist? I know whether it's a whether it's a a, a, a Nazi or the or the transgender shooter. I think was that Nashville. Mm-hmm. I think. I mean, whether it's one of these do, without social media, do these do these shootings ever happen? Now, you know, here, and, and that's and here's the other side of that. They released the Nazi guys manifesto immediately. Mm-hmm. We still can't see the transifesto. Right. No, I mean, I don't. I can't remember. Did they not release that? Still hadn't said we won't mm-hmm. ever see it. Well, mm-hmm. why? Because it calls it all out. Because it calls out that school for. Converting them, you know, and they it, it goes against their own agenda. That's the narrative they, they want, right? Yeah. yeah, and that shouldn't matter. Agendas and narrative shouldn't matter when we're talking about dead kids. No, it really shouldn't. I mean, and but it, but it has, and it's become a way to. And then, like you've talked about this in the past about other issues about social contagion, right? Mm-hmm. And I mean, these shooters see that too. They want the fame. A lot of them want the fame. They like that's why they go do. They know that it's going to end with them being dead half the time. And I mean, they're doing this for attention i think a lot of it too i mean it's i mean they're mad obviously but i think there's a lot of them that are attention junkies yeah. too and that's and i think this builds upon each other the social media outrage and all this stuff that we have this i mean because i want like how many i don't know i've looked this up maybe somebody knows facts on this how many mass shootings did we have in 1975 
Yeah, I, I, Look, have you ever I, looked, I looked at that at before? It, it'll be a minute. I don't want to misquote, but yeah. they, they obviously got ex- exponentially higher post Luke Woodham, post Columbine. Right, okay. And it going up from there. And that was in the pre – Luke Woodham was still in the pre-social media area. Yeah, I mean, I know there was just – And I think there was that big one in Texas that a Libby's or Luby's or yeah. whatever. That was like one of the first big ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, like in the mod- – I would say mo- modern era being like 84 and later. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, even Luke Woodham – those were, but those were like – remember when that happened? And that was such a shocker at that time. Mm-hmm. Like people were like glued to the TV. Of course, you know, we didn't have all this 24-hour news cycle. I think CNN was small and Fox News just started. But I mean, people were just stopped. And I, and I was going to Ohio State at the time. I wasn't even here. And I remember watching it on TV there. And everybody, the whole school was stopped watching it. Because it was not. Now if it happens, nobody's like, okay, well, let me just check Twitter. But it's just such a common thing. Yep. All right. Let's take a break. Come back. And uh, we're going to move into the polo stuff. But I definitely wanted to get that out of the way. And have that conversation. So, Sean, I do appreciate that one. Sure. We'll be right back here on the Clay Edwards Show with Sean Yurkron. I hope you enjoyed this clip of today's Clay Edwards Show. You can tune in live every Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 a.m. on 103.9 FM, WYAB in Central Mississippi. You can stream it worldwide and live at WYAB.com, the TuneIn app, or Alexa. Just search WYAB. And, of course, You're listening now on a podcast, so you can just hit subscribe where you're at. We update daily right here on The Clay Edwards Show. And check out all things Clay Edwards at clayedwardsshow.com for shirts and more. Peace.